0: Products that we want, but that don't exist yet. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. Learn more at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is the third in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation. This time, we wrap up our discussion of products that we would like to see that don't exist yet. We keep hoping someone will make them. Let's go back and find out what they are and let the panel do the talking. Jim, you're awfully quiet right now. Isn't there any product you would like to see somebody create for you that would make your life easier?
1: The next version of Panorama. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I think I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew?
2: I I don't think I can think of anything. <laughs> wow.
3: So you're completely satisfied?
2: I guess right now.
3: Okay. Guy? Yeah, it's something that's halfway here, but not all the way here. Um and it's only available currently on the, on the uh, Android side, which is basically just have a little dock for a phone that turns it into a desktop computer that you put in your pocket and take wherever you want. There's nothing really like that for iOS. You can certainly plug an iOS device into a bigger monitor and have a big iOS screen, but it doesn't turn it into a desktop computer.
2: I know what you're talking about. Like the Samsung DeX.
3: Exactly. Samsung DeX, honestly, is a brilliant product. And the fact that Samsung doesn't sing this, the praises of this program to the hilt astounds me. They have something unique that really not too many other companies that make Android devices have. And it's, it's a brilliant device. I mean, it basically, it's like running Windows off of your phone onto whatever screen you want to hook it up to. Uh-huh. You've got Bluetooth support. You've got Wi Fi. You've got everything. Everything that that phone would have is now on a great big screen with a mouse and keyboard. And Most it's just like it's mostly of those. mostly just like,
4: sort long of, ago. Like the idea yeah. of it was the same though. It was you have a phone that you carry around in your pocket, and then you take it out of your pocket and you stick it in this thing. Right. And it connects to a monitor, and you can have a keyboard and a mouse and do the whole computer thing. With your phone right there and then you can pick up your phone and put it in your pocket and take it with you Like right? yeah. the idea of it is a thing that existed um execution you know is is a different conversation well
3: because and because the the technology just wasn't there at the right. time but now even even working off of android there's there's plenty of applications mm-hmm. on the android side that will work within a windowing environment but i don't think there's anything on the ios side that does the same because Apple has never really pushed it. I would love to see Apple get into something like this where the only, the only computing device that you really, and and let's face it, it's not like, you know, they're talking about a new Mac mini coming out next month sometime with, you know, an M two pro or, or, you know, M one pro or whatever it is, it's going to be. That's like 20 times the computer that 90% of the people that are out there even really need. And the the M the M processor or its equivalent the A processor that you have in your phone in your iPhone is more than powerful enough to do almost everything okay. that most people do. But the problem is it's it's locked in that little tiny screen. So if you could bounce that out and have it have like an actual you know crazy talk here and an actual Finder like experience, <gasps> and I know isn't that nuts? And you know some kind of of file management system that doesn't that you know actually looks at files as files instead of you know folders as folders and all the rest of that the stuff that that files does so poorly on the iOS side, then you would you could have something like that where you didn't really even need a Mac anymore, and you'd probably have more people updating uh, buying phones every year than they do now because right now you buy a phone especially an iPhone, and it's good for three or four years. But if that's now your only computer, you might be willing to uh, to upgrade that a little more often.
1: But yeah. Apple, I think, doesn't are, of I think there are more people that have the iPhone as their only computer than all
2: the Macs in the world.
3: I don't oh, think yeah. so.
1: Yeah,
0: well, I okay. just want to
2: backtrack. So I... I I want to backtrack and align myself with Guy because honestly, that has been on my Apple wishlist before. Um, I have wanted the iPhone to be like the Samsung Dex, where I just plug it into something and I can get an external monitor, and iOS just blooms into this full future desktop. Yep. And I I think right now, you know, you can I think uh, AirPlay some things from your iPhone to your Apple TV, but right, it's, it's not, not like easy. this. Yeah. And it's not like a full featured computer or anything. Right. And
3: with Dex, I don't know how many of you have actually tried it. Um, I actually bought a Samsung S10 just to try this because I thought it, w- it was so brilliant. And I've got like this little tiny plastic dock device that's got HDMI out and uh, uh, Ethernet in and a- and a couple of USB ports and even has audio out. And it's little plastic dock. It sits mm-hmm. about this big. You you plug a USB C cable into it for power, and it powers your device and HDMI out to a monitor. It's it's unbelievably great.
4: Well, that you can do with an iPad already.
1: Like right. you, but you don't may... have a desktop experience. Well, Not that really. Co- no. That that goes back to, you know, my annual rant that Apple should make macOS run on an iPad.
4: Oh, I don't want that at all. Yeah, I know.
1: I thought that's why I said my rant that everybody's like, Jim, you're wrong. Uh,
4: (laughs) I'm not going to say you're wrong. I personally wouldn't want that because I have used the version of Windows that's supposed to be touchscreen and not at the same time. And uh, it makes me a danger to myself and others to have to do that for extended periods of time. And by extended periods, I mean more than about ten minutes, because it's so hard and it's so confusing and it's weird and like nothing. Well, yeah. like I it's not great only... at being touchscreen. It's not great at being desktop. It just sort of half-assed both of them, and I don't. I it makes me crazy.
3: Well, one of the great things or... about Samsung decks, and I'll get off this soapbox here after this. Is that it's really, well, I might, well, until next week, it's like almost zero configuration. There is nothing Mm -hmm. that the NU, it's not like, okay, I'm going to plug this into here. All right. And now I I have to hit the the alt shift blank F1 key to, to engage. No, you plug it in, it comes up on the screen and you're going. In a desktop experience. I,
1: I, I think Apple's answer to that. And I, I'm not arguing that what you know you're saying is a bad idea, but Apple's answer is iCloud. Your your documents are all on the cloud. And so we want to sell you multiple devices. And you know, when you get on your Mac, your documents are all there waiting for you. And you know, we've got handoff and 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 all that stuff. So it still um, requires separate computers everywhere you go. And that's good from Apple's point of view. except not everybody
3: has that's what apple sells not not everybody has multiple apple computers everywhere
4: no i mean i have to
3: use a windows computer
4: at work but i understand jim's point which is that like i can open a keynote file this is the thing i've done i've built Mm -hmm. a keynote presentation on my laptop and then i went to present it and presented from my ipad And, oh, as I'm scrolling through my slides, there's a typo or that thing isn't quite where I wanted it, you know, now that it's going to be on the screen and I'm able to just bust it out in Keynote and make that adjustment or fix the animation or whatever it is and have it work on my iPad. And then when I go back to my laptop, like it's the same file, thanks to the magic of iCloud and having that work, um, you know, even if you have to access it a little differently differently. Like, it's still all 100% Apple's ecosystem. And, and that experience sucks a lot less than it does in some other contexts.
2: Yeah, but Go I ahead. think you could have what we're talking about along with iCloud. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you know, how, how does Apple want to, you know, do they want to um, present this full desktop experience from a mobile, mobile device?
3: And yeah. so far, the answer is no. They do well, not. It,
4: and you know, I think that's <sighs> not to make this you know hate on Apple in the moment or anything like that. But I really, the thing that frustrates me, the thing that I wish I could build, is is whatever kind of virtual reality headset would show people in Cupertino how far they could actually go with the hardware that they have and give people the opportunity to do a lot more with what they've got than they're doing now. Like we gave you the files app on iPad OS. Ooh, sweetie. No. And like, make it, make it something that is actually usable. So if you wanted it to be your, your only machine, that it would not be such a giant pain in the neck to live that way. So I was trying to save Chuck the edit guy. No. So thanks guy. The high PETA factor of trying to do things on a mobile operating system sucks. And it would really be nice if Apple got there ahead of everybody else, because really with the iPad, it feels like that relationship has been dragging Apple kicking and screaming into, don't you know what this thing is that you gave us? Don't you know what it can do? We know, we know what it can do why don't you have any faith in it? And it really, I mean, they forked the OS and they were, you know, iPad OS, you're welcome. And we all thought, yes, they finally understood. No. It
3: just went stagnant.
4: It it had nothing interesting has happened there. So yeah, I would make a VR headset that shows Cupertino. This is what people are trying to do with your hardware and you are limiting it and let's make it better.
0: Jim, you had an idea.
1: Yeah, this is something that I, I I came up with in the last week uh, for keynote, which you know keynote <laughs> I think is a great you know generally a great program. I just I, I love keynote and I use it for a lot more than just presentations. It's it's kind of my general graphic tool. But this idea I have is related to presentations. So I I did a Zoom presentation last week um, that um, was partly slides and partly. Uh, live demo. And Keynote doesn't really facilitate that very well. So, I wanted to, um, you know, I I wanted to plan the whole talk out, including the live demo. So, I actually built slides for everything, including the demo part. So, you know, theoretically, I could have done the whole presentation from slides, um, but I actually did, you know, you know there were sequences where there might be 10 slides where i actually did that live instead of doing it in keynote and what what i would have liked, would like and it's just sort of a small thing is a way to pause the presentation but just the display of the slides but still have the presenter notes and everything going um so um you know cuz i'd like to say okay now i'm going to do a live thing but i have prepared slides with with presentation notes and i'd like to be able to have those keep going on the side and to give me my notes or how to do the live demo um and instead the only way to get it to stop showing the slides is to stop the presentation and and then keynote goes into its regular you know editing mode which is not very convenient for you know, doing a presentation at all. There's no way to automatically advance it except to reach over and click on the slide in the in the, the scrolling list and the notes become really small. And, you know, actually what I wound up doing was taking the whole presentation and basically making a copy of each thumbnail and each the presenter notes and I put it in notes and then I brought that up on my iPad next to my display so i was kind of like manually going through my presentation and notes um well you know so that was a lot of extra work and then when i finished my live demo i had to go back to keynote and it wasn't advancing so i was like well what what slides do i have to skip and there's dead air while i'm figuring that out and i just think it would be really nice if you know keynote could just say oh keep staying in the presentation but just don't show the presentation so and and i'm kind of surprised because you know apple does this all the time for like wwdc and stuff of course now they're not doing those live um and i guess in the past they had actually two computers so they would have the demo computer and the slide computer and they would just use an hdmi switcher but i don't have an extra computer you know here to you know that i want to do that and it still would be inconvenient because then what am i going to make separate presenter notes and so that's just a little, you know, sort of along the idea of your cable tester. It's a, it's a little niggly, uh, niggly thing, but it would be really nice for presentations where it's a mix of uh, live and, and slides.
0: That's a good idea, Jim, because I could, I could see myself using that, that particular feature. So that's great. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working, and said enough. And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you the doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on local doctors get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a virtual visit. And just like that, you're booked. Go to ZocDoc.com MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z O C D O C dot com slash Mac Voices. ZocDoc com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of Mac Voices. Yeah. I, I want to circle back just for a second to, to Guy's thing. Um, and, and Guy, I'm not being argumentative here. I guess I'm, I, and for some reason, I've got security on the mind. Maybe it's because of a meeting I attended today. But, um, <laughs> I I've, I would feel a lot better. Like I I can with my iPad. To Kelly's point, I can do a lot of of what we what you want to do. Maybe not the full desktop experience by tapping into iCloud. If I'm carrying around all my files, a la um, a la MacBook. You know, well then, and and it's a lot easier to lose your phone than your MacBook. So all my files then could be on that in
3: the in the bad guy's hands. And he's digging he has all the time in the world to dig into them. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's for the most part, it's going to be stored in iCloud or, or some other kind of cloud service. And you're still you're still connecting to all those files via the cloud as compared to local. It's it's just the it's just the UI that's going to change and and how you deal with it.
0: Okay. How about the fact though that you've got to plug into something? I mean we've oh, already sure. seen we've already yeah. seen situations where people plug into the, the, the power jack at the airport and their phone is hacked.
3: Well oh. I I was just speaking of something that I wanted. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. But but the fact
0: that somebody tried to implement it, I think is is the interesting part of your idea. And I'm I'm trying to understand, I guess, what the what the big benefit is. Um, because that means I mean, are you are you expecting to be able to do anything with?
3: Well, no, I mean, look, look, think, think about what's going on right now. Right now, uh, people are either a lot of people are going between home and office, working every single day. So, if your company could issue you a phone that also worked as a network attached device when you went into the office, or if you plug it in when you're at home and you're able to basically, because the, the device itself has some kind of, of connection back to a secure connection, back to a, a company server, and it knows, okay, well, this person has authenticated that it's him and, and that it's his phone, and so we're going to give him access to all of the stuff that he has at work. Um, it It eliminates a lot of the stuff that you have to do now, all the hoops that you have to jump through now, to connect to your home office. I mean, we've got people here and I you know I won't say who I work for that are having a hell of a time trying just trying to get basic connectivity to the everyday stuff that it is that that they would do if they were in the office and we're going on now 2 years into this and they're still
1: having problems with it. And they can connect to that stuff from their phone?
3: No, I'm talking about if this was implemented. It could be something that that could be used because the phone itself could become an authentication device, as compared to trying to set it up on a Mac computer or a Windows computer or whatever kind of computer that you have at your house to a company server that's that's located remotely.
0: So, well, what you're saying is a, a MacBook just or whatever in the size. Well, no, but but a MacBook the size of your phone is what you're talking about. So well, it already the, is, yeah. basically.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: So I mean, the power know. is there. It's just, it's it's the, the UI just isn't there.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, one way I think about this is, um, why would you want this? For me, it, it's just like, maybe you can minimize the amount of Apple devices you own. Right now, I have an iPhone, an iPad, a MacBook, and an Apple Watch. If I could plug my iPhone into this external monitor and, you know, the the, the iPhone chip, this iPhone 13 chip that I have is very powerful yeah. and I could be able to do most of what I need to with this chip. So, you know, maybe I could cut costs and sell my MacBook and iPad and just focus on the iPhone and the, the display.
1: Blasphemer! Sorry, <laughs> well, I had to put it out. And, there. and and knowing Apple, if they were to do this, then you're going to have to buy a dock every place you plug in. Want to do this, and and that dock and the monitor and your keyboard and your pointing device, they're going to cost more than the MacBook because this is Apple.
3: Well, yeah. but it's HDMI. So how how expensive dude. of a monitor do you need to to connect to it? Yeah, but I mean, the it's pie—it's pie, it's pie well, in the sky I, anyway, because because yeah. to the best of our knowledge, Apple isn't going to do it. I was just talking about something that that Samsung and a few other companies that have bought into Dex are able to do right now. And a couple of years ago, a company put out a little computer about the size of a hockey puck mm-hmm. right. that used the Android OS. Well, and, a, you know, did. and
1: the interesting thing is Dex has been out for a while, right? Like, yeah couple of, and it hasn't taken off so i uh, i would think you know apple would look at that and go here yeah, but here's the, taken off. here's the difference here's the difference
3: samsung doesn't control android samsung doesn't control or the windows. entire android a- android well windows doesn't even enter into this samsung is a slave into the android ecosystem whereas apple owns the entire widget so <laughs>
1: right right but apple I, I'm saying apple this from the point of view that apple is not going to look and go oh here's this huge successful you know it succeeded so we should you know it, we need it doesn't we need to get into that market it ha- yeah
3: but there's no chance for it to succeed when you're in a fragmented market like android it's a success as far as what it's capable of doing but it's still it's it's only for people that have a samsung device or and a few of the other top-end phones that's able to, yeah. to tie into decks, Whereas yeah. if you have an iPhone, almost every single iPhone, in essence, is a premium smartphone. So you would be... If Apple did something like this, you would still be able to use it to, to plug in and do all these other things. But Samsung isn't going to make a... Isn't going to be a, a roaring success at this just based on their own market share.
1: Well, uh, you know, and I'll also, you know, say... Apple has made it now. You can run iOS apps on your Mac. Mm-hmm. And again, people are kind of like, oh. You what know? if you
3: don't have a Mac at the office? What if you don't have a Mac at your Aunt Matilda's house? Yeah, but now, she again, has a monitor. So, but again, you're saying she has
1: you want to run, run iOS apps on a desktop environment.
2: That's what um, no, people I said are I... doing with iPad already. Yeah. Right. More or less. Um, but it,
3: it's, it's not the same thing it's if you if you ever try dex you'll see exactly what it is i'm talking about go and look at some demos for it there there are plenty of demos for it on youtube that'll that'll show you the, how how it works it's basically it's basically windows
0: guy if i had this I, I i mean i i guess i get what you're saying but that means that anywhere i want to do any work i've got to uh, let's just pre- let's pretend that mm-hmm. you're not going to be have a proprietary dock okay so anywhere i want to work I've got to have at that location a keyboard, a mouse, or a trackpad, or a pointing device of some kind, sure. and a monitor, mm-hmm. and a high speed connection. Okay. Right now, if I take my iMac or my excuse me, pardon me, my MacBook or my iPad, I can do almost everything you're talking about. Well, you can't do everything
3: I'm talking about.
0: Well, I, but I can do it. I can do what I can do anywhere as opposed sure. to having to wait to get to that location. So instead of fighting for a spot at the coffee shop, monitor stand and, you know, or, or station, I can just, you know, sneak off in the corner, open, my, open one of my devices and start to do what it is I want to do.
3: Yeah, but, it's, but at the same time, but you still now also have two very expensive devices as compared to one expensive device.
0: Well, no, um, not necessarily, because I, wouldn't, I would not necessarily take my iPad and my MacBook. I mean, look, we're all Apple geeks. No, okay. no, he's so saying you have to
1: Apple. buy multiple devices for Go different ahead. locations. He's got to have, you got to have a Mac at work and a Mac at home. And and Guy just wants to, you know, Guy is saying, oh, you know, and I, I think this idea is an idea that actually I, I i thought was a great idea 10 years ago. I think now it's an idea whose time is passed. Um, the processor isn't really, you know, the that valuable a part of the you know the whole equation the one thing about it is kind of like oh well we've got storage in there and it's kind of a pain in the ass to you know i'd like to essentially use my iphone as a usb stick and have my documents there so that you know but now we do that by the cloud Mm -hmm. and we have such fast bandwidth you know i i I think fast bandwidth is is what makes this an idea that is like probably never going to happen um uh, because the expensive parts, you know, are the monitor and.
3: Um, I don't think I agree. With. Um, I think the expensive part is the computer, is the MacBook Pro or the MacBook or, Air.
1: Maybe the SSD drive is the most expensive part in there.
3: Well, no, because um, you have all of your all of your stuff, all of the stuff that you want to manipulate, is either on the phone because then you can have a phone with with five hundred and. 12 gigs or terabyte of storage, or it's going to be available on the cloud. Mm -hmm. Right. Well.
0: Okay. But guy, look, I I know I'm, I'm being argumentative, but I don't have to, I don't have to have a Mac at home and one at the office. Now I can keep. now, especially with the M one chips. I mean, the, the, the base level M one is adequate for about probably 85 to 90% of the people, if not higher. Sure. So I can pick that up. I can take it with me to the office. I can come here. I can plug it into a large monitor if I really feel the need at the office or at home. And but I can also take it to the coffee shop and mm-hmm. you know work there or you know go out under the tree in the backyard and work there. And with the device you're talking about, you know, again, I have to have that. I I see some appeal to it, but I also see some disadvantages that, you know, it's it's a compromise. You could call carry one small device. I'm carrying a little bit larger device, but I feel like I've got
1: more flexibility. You're more self-contained. What you're talking about.
0: Well, with, yes. With, yeah. with
1: Guy's idea, you've got to have infrastructure everywhere you go. Um, you know, the flip side of something I'd like to see if in this sort of a line, I would sure like to see cellular capability built into the Mac.
0: Yes. Oh. Yes. Because there you're right. Now I have to buy I have to buy an iPad, excuse me, an iPhone and and um,
1: well yeah, you and mentioned you going out in the bat, you know, you a, going, a going to the provider. park or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Use yeah. Or... It, it would be really nice if if the Mac was self-contained for connectivity.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. The only trouble with that is that the providers will happily charge you extra for each device, which and they are they already do that with. <laughs> yeah.
4: Right. right. Let me talk to awesome. you about but, why my watch is Wi Fi only. Yeah.
0: Exactly, Kelly, exactly.
4: Yeah. Hey, guys, this
0: has been good. I want to make sure I get just a couple things in from the chat room because um, there were some interesting comments here about what they'd like to see. AutoCAD for Mac native would be nice. Um, shipping, a shipping big iMac or Mac Pro with M1 Max Duo 20-core CPU-based Mac. Uh, okay, maybe, eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, real Mac programs on iOS. There's Yay! one. The, yeah, you, <laughs> Paul and, and Jim are aligned. Um, I don't know what to do with that. Um, so yeah, some 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 uh, uh, some interesting ideas in here. Um,
1: so I just want to be able to run Panorama on my iPad without having to actually write an iPad version of Panorama. <laughs> hmm.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk to the developer and see if he can
1: make it happen.
4: <laughs> I know a guy. Let me see what I can do for you. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the guy.
1: And I well, don't want to do. I I don't want to do that work. Oh, that's
4: okay. the joke yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i know let's go around
4: I've the where folks man.
0: can find you and then we'll get out of here um and this time i'm going to sw- swap it around and start with the, uh, the last first so kelly you're up first where can folks find you
4: you can find me over at the incomparable where i host a show called i want my mcu tv i also host a show um which will be making its return this year uh greetings from the uncanny valley where we talk about westworld because that's back later this year and uh you can find me at other places on the incomparable talking about stuff or perhaps playing a game and uh the rest of the time you can find me on the after show with mike and kelly at aftershowpodcast.com and occasionally uh david has me come by his show uh when when Warren can't be bothered to show up and uh the rest of the time you can find me on twitter as Verso.
0: great thank you for being here kelly appreciate it
4: thanks for letting me in You keep doing it. And if, as long as you're going to keep letting me in, I'm just going to keep showing up.
0: Okay. Well then let's, we'll all take a vote next time Kelly shows up. Should we? we? (laughs) Yes.
4: It was just a vote Kelly. No, I'll miss Chuck.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Okay. The rest of you, but but not by much. (laughs)
4: I'll miss Chuck, but you know, my aim's improving all the time.
3: Oh, good. Jim Ray, thank
0: you. You're the guy that doesn't want to do the work for what he wants to see. I (laughs) do plenty of work.
4: I do
1: (laughs) plenty of work.
0: (laughs) Where can folks find you, Jim?
1: Uh, Proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E.com, and on Twitter at uh, Proview Jim. Excellent.
0: Thanks for being here. It was fun as always. Andrew, thank you for uh, for being our security guy tonight. Uh, we really appreciate it. I hope that maybe we gave some folks something to think about, and maybe they'll be just a little more cautious about what they send and how. Where can folks find you?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what, as Kelly said earlier, that's what we always hope. We just try to give people knowledge and the tools to, you know, maybe have that 15% skepticism, <laughs> Um you can find me at MacObserver.com. I'm writing about Apple um, technology in general, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, and besides that, I'm most often find, found on Twitter at AndrewOrNot. Excellent. Thank you, Andrew.
0: Mr. Searle. Yes. I don't, arg- it's, I don't mean to argue with you. It just, That's uh, fine. I don't, I don't do. care. I'm, I'm trying right. to I'm trying to get the vision. I just can't quite get there. <laughs> it's there. It's um, there,
3: Chuck. You just there? have to look through it with my eyes. Oh, God, I hope not. Where can folks <laughs> <to> find you? <laughs> uh, Vert Shark or Mac Parrot over on the Twitters. VertShark.com is the website for all the odds and the vids. Uh, you can also find me over at the MyMac.com podcast. We are... Two episodes away from our 600th podcast, which will be show 885. And please don't ask me to explain how that works. Um, guy at MyMac.com and PodcastAdvertShark.com are the email addresses. And I think that pretty much covers it. Great. Thank you, Guy.
0: It's good, good to see you, even if you're a little confused on who won the Super Bowl. What? <laughs> David Ginsburg, <laughs> oh, thank you for being here.
1: Uh, where can folks find you? Thank you for having me. Uh, you can find me at uh, In Touch with iOS at In Touch with Uh Guy will be on the show this week. And I'm happy to say if Andrew isn't here next week, I'm going to uh, let everybody know that he will be debuting on In Touch with iOS next <laughs> the Thursday. Yeah. So Looking forward to that. We can probably gonna talk a little about security. Um, you can find me on my YouTube cha- uh, channel at YouTube.com slash DaveG65. Um on the Mac show on, on Fridays usually. And uh, here on Tuesday nights. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks, John. Thank you, David.
0: Folks, I want to thank the chat room as well. Um, Brad especially has been doing a running commentary on things. um, (laughs) But we've had a couple other comments in there. And they are always, everyone's comments are always appreciated. If you weren't here for this show, we'd love to have you for the next one and the next one and the next one. So, again, set your voice assistant for 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific whatever time that is, wherever you are and join us youtube.com slash macvoices TV until the next time. And as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media, get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac voices magazine free on flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all,